Welcome back to the Bible Geek Podcast. This is Jay Cruz with another episode. And this is episode 24. And we're going to be talking about love, forgiveness, and relationships. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is Sunday. It's been a rough week. Rough weekend. Um... Trying to get as much as done possible before the work week starts all over again. And um, kind of got motivated to come down here and just go ahead and do a new podcast talking about love, forgiveness, and relationships. Um, anyway, let's get into it. So, what is like the biblical definition of love, right? The biblical definition of love um, is unconditional, right? Um, there's no conditions for God to love you, right? And we as people um, should be the same way, right? We should, we should, there shouldn't be no conditions, right? A person shouldn't have to um, be some type of way or do some type of thing, you know. To love is a choice. You either choose to love or you choose not to love. You can choose to forgive or not forgive. You can choose to do whatever. And I think that the Bible recommends that that anyway, love and forgiveness goes hand in hand. Let me just before I kind of just go ahead and start rambling on about everything. Um love and forgiveness goes hand in hand. They complement each other, right? Um because in relationships, right, there's going to be times where we're going to not be happy with a certain person. Um, we may get upset or, you know, maybe something just happens where you just kind of just, no, you're not happy or you get upset or whatever the case may be or I don't know. But love is something that takes you beyond all that, right? It gives you peace, right? Because when you love, it just it gives you a sense of peace. You can have the worst person coming to you, talking a whole bunch of stuff, and kind of trying to get you off your game. And um, and this person could be, you know, a person who just, uh, for whatever reason, uh, has their opinions or they have their their things about you. You know, I mean, there are just certain people that just don't like you. You know, there's just certain people that just, they don't like you, so they just kind of want to stir things up. And you as a person, and what the Bible recommends is for you to show these people love. And in showing them love, you reap the benefits of having the peace inside you, in your mind, and in your heart. You know, because if you don't forgive, if you don't love, if you don't forgive, you're just kind of have this thing inside you that's just kind of eat away at your soul, right? It's like, oh, this person did this, this person did that, yeah, 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 and they start getting you off your game. They've, they're already in your head, and now it, like it just kind of just evolves and, and just kind of just builds up into something that just gets out of control, Right? And Jesus shows us how to love. Like Jesus, God himself, right, shows us how to love. And 
it's funny because we who were at opposition to God, and although we were at opposition to God, like the like the, the word of God says that Jesus died for us even though yet we were still sinners, even though we were still at opposition to him, even though we were still spitting in his face, even though we were still um, hating him and, and, and just kind of like not loving him, even though we were this rude, obnoxious, horrible human being, he still died for us because he loved us and he loves us. And this is what he expects for all those who believe in him to do as well, to just love and forgive, love and forgive. When people try to do you wrong, when people try to talk about you, when people try to put things in other people's minds and in their hearts, that's evil. That's evil. Like you really would have to think about what is this person trying to do? What is this person saying? What are, what are, what are the actions of this person? Because to be honest with you, I don't want to talk about nobody. I don't want to tell anything to anybody. I don't, I don't want to get involved in those kind of things. I'm not that type of person. And I know a lot of people that I know are the same exact way. Like, hey, we don't do that. That's not our thing. We don't subscribe to those kind of things. You know, those are the kind of people you're just going to have to just kind of just, hmm, <laughs> keep them away from you. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of just, yeah, you know, it's cool. And so... Here, let me let me read 1 Corinthians. Let's let's start with scripture before we get into all this stuff. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8, it says, Love is patient and kind. I, I, I'm gonna read the whole thing, but I'm kind I'm just kind of inter, I'm gonna interject in between what I'm reading. Love is patient and kind. For me, I have to be, if I'm loving, I'm gonna have to be patient and kind for the people who do the things that they do against me. Okay. But it also lets you know how to identify a person who loves versus a, who, a hypocrite, in other words, or somebody who's just, just horrible, a horrible human being, right? And it says, love does not envy or boast, right? It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. I'm sorry about that. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Then it says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. But love will never pass, right? It shows you how to identify horrible human beings, man. The Word of God basically gives you sight into things that you normally wouldn't see with the physical eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gives you insight into the spiritual things because there are things, man, people could come up to you and be all nice and smiley and this, that, and a third. And you would think these people, wow, these people are just so nice. These people are just so great. And the next thing you know... You put on those spiritual glasses, you're like, man, this person is nothing but a dead corpse walking around just starting trouble. You know, I'm not perfect. I am nowhere near perfect. I'll be the first to admit that. But I know one thing. 
I wouldn't have any bad intentions of hurting anybody for any reason in the world. That's just not my thing. I don't do that. If I feel like I can't be legit with somebody, then uh, I'd rather just not, you know. One of the things that are interesting, it says, that talks about God's love is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God's love is sacrificial, and our love needs to be sacrificial as well. Our love needs to get be in that same zone. We have to be, regardless if the people are what they are, we're still supposed to love them. We're supposed to still want to sacrifice ourselves for them and treat them kindly and with the greatest love ever. And this is for all relationships. This has to do with, like, say, for instance, just like family relationships, um, marital relationships, um, every single relationship, <coughs> whether professional, non-professional, whatever. Um, also, it identifies people who are not of God, right? First John chapter 4, verse 8 says... Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Let me tell you something, man. You could tell a person who doesn't love. You know why? Because they like to start trouble. Yeah, they have this trouble thing about them. Where they just kind of, you know what I mean? But they just kind of just, they don't know how to keep their mouth shut. They don't know how to, they just, people just get involved too much. They get their emotions involved too much and they just kind of go off the physical, right? They kind of go off the physical, right? And they just kind of let their physical, their emotions just just run wild and just crazy. And they just start doing things that normally a person who would think properly with the, with the mentality uh, would just not normally do, right? They just not normally do it. And so this is exactly what we have here. We have uh, folks who are just basically showing you that they're not love. And, be, and right there, God lets you know. Anyone who does not love does not know God. How do you love? Number one, you're not in it to cause trouble. A person who loves doesn't cause conflict. A person who loves doesn't, doesn't get involved in things they shouldn't be getting involved in. You know what I'm saying? A uh, person who loves is going to help you. It's going to nur- nurture you. It's going to... This person is going to do everything in their power. And you're going to know they're loving because of how they treat you, right? They're going to treat you with respect. They're going to guard you. They're going to try to protect you, right? And the Bible is clear on how we should behave with one another and in these relationships. In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12, it says, Hatred stirs up strife. So if a person is stirring up strife, then you know there's hatred in that person. Because the word of God is true. But let's read Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12. Again, it says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Wow. You know? Are you feeling like you're not being loved? Like people are just not loving on you? People are always just sucking the life out of you. People are just draining you. They do more draining. <laughs> they do more of taking away from your cup than to filling your cup up. See, God fills your cup up. 
But in this world, in this lifetime, with these folks here that you have to deal with on a daily basis, all they want to do is grab your cup and empty it out. That's exactly what they want to do. And you go to Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. It says, a friend loves at all times. A friend doesn't love once in a while. A friend loves at all times. Whether they agree or disagree with you, they're going to love. And it says, and a brother is born for adversity. In the first John it says, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Some You're going to hear some people say, oh, I know God, I believe in God, I do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and, but their actions, their actions kind of testify to the truth of who they truly are and what they truly believe. But I'm glad that God always tells us, especially in Luke chapter 6, verse 35, he says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. God loves unconditionally. At the, at the end of that verse, he says that God loves even the evil doors, even those who are ungrateful. And so he expects those who believe in him to treat those who are ungrateful in the same manner. Once again, I'm not perfect. I'll be honest with you. I'll be the first one to say that I'm not perfect. But I'll be damned if I'm going to hurt someone. I'll be damned if I'm going to if I'm going to go ahead and and behave in a non-loving manner. You know, I'm not going to do that. It's not in me. It's not my thing. I avoid that stuff at all costs because I know that, I, that the benefits are not going to be rewarding. But I want to talk a little bit about relationships because you guys may be in a relationship. You know, just marriage or non-marital relationships or work relationships or just relationships in general or family or whatever. And, you know, it, it, it's hard to deal with folks that are always trying to drain your cup. It's hard to deal with people that are always trying to get the best of you, always trying to make you look bad, always trying to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it gets so toxic, you know? And I would say that the best thing for you and for anyone is that if this is the kind of pe- person, you'll love on them, but you don't want to continue to be drained by them. I'd say walk away. Pray for them, right? Because you can still show love through prayer for the very folks that wouldn't see your downfall. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving. One another as God and Christ forgave you. <laughs> God is saying, hey, if I forgive you guys, you guys, you guys should be forgiving yourselves because if I forgave you, me, God, myself, if I forgave you, you guys should be doing the same thing. 
And in Mark 11, chapter, uh, Mark, I'm going to say Mark chapter 11, verse uh, 25, it says, And whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. In other words, if you want God's forgiveness, learn how to forgive down here. That's a part of love. Forgiveness is a part of love. And that's what God says. God says, if you want your trespasses forgiven, learn how to forgive. I forgive everybody that has ever spoken about me in a negative manner. I forgive about anybody who has ever tried anything against me. You know why? Because at the end of the day, God is with me and there's nothing that a person can do to me. Nothing a person can do to me because God stands for me. And that person needs to worry more about going against me than me worrying about that person going because. At the end of the day, God will stand for me, God will protect me, and all of my battles will be fought by God. But you could probably say, oh, what about if that person believes in God too? Not if they're doing the stuff that they're doing, they don't believe in God, and God doesn't like ugly. People talk about karma, but God doesn't like ugly. And God will rebuke me if I'm doing something as as. As much as I know about God's word, as much as a relationship I have with God, God, if I do something wrong to harm somebody, God is going to deal with me. His love, now, now this isn't about his love, this is about his justice. And his justice desire and demands that justice be served, and he will serve justice to me regardless if he loves me or not. Because he doesn't play those games. I don't know if you guys ever felt like you had some broken relationships in the past or in the present. Or if you guys just kind of feel like, man, I can't, I can't even find one decent person to connect with and to, you know, have that real true friendship and that bond with. It seems like every person I meet or every person that, that, that you know, I try to get close to, for some odd reason, things just kind of just, it don't work out, you know? It don't work out. And what, regardless what kind of relationship you're dealing with, God is giving you the template. He's telling you, hey, what to do. Here are the instructions. Love on them. Oh, but God, you know, man, this, this person is just, ah. Oh. And God is saying, yeah, love them. Oh, but God, you don't know this person, ah. Oh. And God is saying, I'm telling you to love them. At the end of the day, love is what's going to be the, the thing that will catapult your relationship. You know? Luke chapter 17, and this is for like my Christian brothers. Luke chapter 17, verses 3 to 4 says, Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times, saying, I repent, you must forgive him. Look how beautiful that verse is, and I'm going to break it down. The Lord says, he's easy. He begins it, Luke begins it by saying, pay attention to yourselves, okay? Be mindful of yourself. 
And he says, if your brother sins, rebuke him. That means if somebody does something, bring it to their attention. Let them know that it's wrong. If he repents, meaning that if he has a change of mind of his behavior, God says, forgive him, right? And then Luke takes it deeper, right? Because he says, and if he sins against you seven times. So this is a person that says, hey, I just did you dirty, forgive me, and you, you, you forgive them. And it's an hour later, hey, I just did you dirty again, forgive me. This is a person who's having trouble with doing you dirty, but God says you still have to forgive him. And it says it right here. It says, and if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. In other words, as long as somebody is coming to you and saying, man, I don't like what I'm doing to you. I don't like how I behave towards you. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't know why I'm even doing this, but I'm really, I, I really, I am repenting. I do want to repent. God is saying it. You should forgive them. You know, people who don't repent have their change of minds of, of what they're doing, their actions and their behavior. God doesn't forgive them. Why would you forgive? Let me tell you something. I forgive people, right? I forgive people for what they do. But there's also a thing where if a person does not want to be forgiven and don't come to you for forgiveness. See, I'm going to forgive the person for me. For my own benefit, right? Because if I give them, if I forgive them, it's going to be for me. But to 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 just walk up to a person and say, "Hey, I forgive you," I wouldn't do that unless they ask for it. Because why would you give something that somebody doesn't want? Why would you do that? Why would you give something that somebody doesn't want? Has God forgive? Has God forgiven you? And you haven't repented. You haven't had a change of mind. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he loves you. I think there is a there there is a there is a forgiveness active for you. Forgiveness is there if you want it. But we as people can't just walk around clueless and say, "Well, let just God have forgiveness on autopilot." And let him just forgive me for all the stupid things I do. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Anyway, this podcast is almost to close, and hopefully you guys enjoyed us. But I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave it here. I'm gonna read two. I'm gonna read two because it just came. It just kind of just caught my attention real quick. It says, Proverbs chapter seventeen verse nine says, "Whoever covers an offense seeks love." But he who repeats a matter separates close friends. In other words, you know, if you cover if you cover an offense, you seek love. You're a person that's really seeking love, right? But if you repeat the matter, it kind of separates you, right? Because friends may forgive you, but it becomes tiresome after a while, and they're just gonna probably be like, "Hey, I forgive you, but I I really can't." Uh, yeah, let's just kind of keep this like this, because. You know what I mean? I love you. I forgive you. But you're draining my spirit. Like you just taking too much out of me. I'm not doing this. And then Isaiah chapter one, verse 18 says, come now, let us reason together. Says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool.
Anyway, that has to do with God's forgiveness for the world and his forgiveness for Israel. Anyway, this podcast is coming to an end. I don't know what kind of relationships you guys have, what you're dealing with, whether it's marital, non-marital, work-related, family, whatever issues you may have. Choose to love. Choose to forgive. Choose to shine your light. Choose to, to do what's right. Always pray to God, right? Ask Him for the strength. Ask Him to help you. And, um, yeah, you know, kind of like be loving, but don't let yourself be abused, okay? Because there's just some people that are abusive and they don't care how you feel. They don't care how you feel. They can care less about your emotions and stuff like that, you know? And so you guys want to guard your heart. Guard your mind, guard your heart at all times. Let it be in God. You know what I'm saying? Because people will fail you in this earth. They will fail you. They're going to, you're going to, you're going to get your heart broken a whole lot on this earth. But you know, there's one that won't break your heart. And that's the one that you need to seek every day of your life. All right. Anyway, with that being said, I love you guys. It's, nah, it's been a real, uh, it's been a slow kind of slow Sunday morning. And I have a lot of things I have to get done. Anyway, with that being said, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Take care of Maranatha.